go for it. So, uh, all right, here. He comes in. It's in slow-mo. He misses the dunk, but... I can't see it. It's the wrong angle. You gotta move it over. There it is. There, that's better. Oh, yeah, I did see this. And all, like, the entire Nuggets bet is like, holy shit. It's fucking hilarious. I'm telling you, dude, like, (laughs) when... Paul Millsap's mouth is... uh, Like, that is the (laughs) definition of a mouth that is a gay. I'm telling you, man, like... Oh my god, he was so high. So he was real fucking high. He, that, people that really, people thought he was gonna crack like top five in last year's draft. Like he didn't drop, but there was like rumors like, oh, there might be some teams that like really high on him and want to take yeah. him, you know, top five. And like San Antonio traded up to get him, so like he's no he's no slouch. Like the kid can hoop, and he is an, an athletic freak. And he's like kind of like a lot of people thought he was gonna be like like a watered down version of Kawhi, like a three and D type of wing. Who's like crazy athletic. Um, yeah. I, I really hope cause like you're going to want down version. That's pretty nice. And, and you know what the Spurs, they've got the, they've got the coaching staff that can teach him a jump shot. That's true. That's what they are good at. Yeah. He's not a bad shooter. Shooting. Yeah. He's not bad already. Yeah. He's not a bad shooter. I'm glad he was able to make, make it back before the season's over. Yeah. It was nice to see him for a little bit. Yeah. Um, cool. Welcome back y'all. This is, NBA episode eighty-seven. We are we are sans Tad. We have no Tad this week because that dude got a fucking paid trip to Europe by our company. I was wondering. I, I, you guys are like, oh, he's not gonna be able to make it this week. And I was like, oh, okay. And all of a sudden, he's on Instagram, like out in London, on my way to Brussels. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I what thought it was. A, I thought it was a personal trip. He cancels me at work there. He's like, yeah, they're flying me out. I'm like, are you fucking? I've been here for four goddamn years. Are you fucking kidding me? Anyways, good for him. Good for you, Tad. I hope you're enjoying yourself. Hope you don't. Fucking choke on fucking beans and mash and fucking motherfucker. And also, if, you can, if you can scout the next Lori Markinen, that'd be great. Just yeah, dude. Uh, the next in, he was in Copenhagen. I don't know if there's any good Danish basketball players. Mm. None, probably none. None know. good pet players. I don't know. Uh, but in all honesty, if there was if there was a black basketball player from Denmark, chocolate Danish. Ooh. <laughs> yeah that would be the best oh yeah that'd be the best nickname in nba history yeah it absolutely it absolutely the chocolate, the, the chocolate <laughs> danish from downtown or he was like a like he was like a white dude with blue eyes they call him the blueberry danish Ooh, Ooh, i like that one too the blueberry danish dunking at home mm. putting it right Ooh, in your coffee also, yeah. hello sponsorship deal blueberry danish at dunkin donuts <laughs> dude that's, that's brand synergy right there yes are you hearing this dunkin donuts are you fucking hearing this this is this is advertisement this is podcasting this is the new way to be influenced pay us <laughs> fucking pay us already damn it the other day one of my co-workers was like nigga you're like if a marketer cracked and i was like ouch i think because she's like you always have like these crazy ideas that i would totally be a part like be cool if they were real things but then you're like very anti-corporate and i was like true yes and i was like I, i'm i'm what in the 50s ads warn like parents like don't let your kids smoke pot because then they're gonna become whatever this asshole is <laughs> i actually today legit i don't care because it's it's legal here so i could say it. i went to a dispensary bought weed and then high-fived a cop <laughs> I was walking out with the bag. Oh, I said Jesus like goodbye Christ. to the security guard. The security guard was like the nicest guy. They were real busy. So they were like real busy. And you had to like. Yeah. 
Well, no, it's not 420. No, 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 not yet. I There's mean, a, oh my God, they've got to be ridiculously big. Oh, I went, it's, in a couple of weeks, it's going to be stupid. Yeah, it's going to be, I'm going to make sure I stock up. I was going to say, you better load up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like Thanksgiving up in this bitch. Oh, <laughs> Everything's <laughs> beforehand. That's funny. Um, but like, there was a line and we had to actually like just wait outside before we can get let in. There's one dude walks in and he's like, oh, what the fuck? And the other guy goes, yeah. And then I was just like, it's almost like people like marijuana. And then all of a sudden the security guard goes, you damn right. Also, you're up. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> ah, the joke killed. Uh, else. That's good. That's good. Oh, boy. Welcome back, y'all. Episode 87, NBA, the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk a lot about a lot of shit, like about going to a weed dispensary and getting a high five from a cop. We're getting sponsorships from Dunkin' Donuts. How does Dunkin' Donuts not sponsor every basketball podcast? Yeah, it, they always should be sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts. They probably Dunkin wouldn't want to do ours on account of like there's like, you know, well, we can do like a segment called the Dunkin' Power Hour or something <laughs> like that. Like where we don't swear, where everything's like PG, we're cool. Yeah. We just like mention Dunkin' Donuts every 15 minutes. I love it. Dunkin' with Dunkin'. We're going to talk about the top five dunks this week. All right, y'all. That's been Duncan Ooh, with Duncan. I call an eclair. <laughs> no, that's bad. That's eclair so bad. Up there. That's so bad. That's so bad. What took about the, took the donut to the hole. That's a donut hole. <laughs> Kila is AKA his eclairness. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God, yes. Is he That's amazing. That's so good. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Uh, I'm your host, Jay Quiles, and uh, his clearness. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Nick Quiles, aka Hollywood Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are back for another week of NBA bullshit. We're at the point of the season now where there's not that much to talk about. There's literally a week left in the regular season, yeah. and it's just like, like every like. I'm gonna ask you a fun question. Um, how many combined minutes do you think, and I want to be clear, I don't know the answer to this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it's under, I'm going to say it's under. No, don't, say, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Okay. You say it and then I'll guess. Okay. How many combined minutes do you think the starting five for the Bulls lineup yesterday has had in their NBA career? Oh, see, I don't know the lineup, but by the way you said it, I think starting minutes, you said, right? Just minutes. As a, in a, as, as a whole. as Just as one unit? And I feel like, what, 21? 20, no, there's more than 21 minutes. They played 21 minutes last night, probably. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's the first time they ever did that. I'm going to say I'm gonna say that combined, career-wise, and this is including Robin Lopez, by the way, I'm going to say there was less than 500 minutes of NBA basketball played in that starting five. Who was in that starting five? Because we still beat the Wizards last night. Some I know. Way. I was so fucking angry. I'm like, I was just like, are you tank right? Well, they Bradley Beal brought up every Bradley guy from the bust G out this new. Did you see his new fucking dance? Yeah, right I kind of dig it. I like, like it. Shrug. I enjoyed it. I like it. Uh, but like, buddy, it's supposed to be a joke. You're supposed to win after doing those sort of shrugs. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yo, you suck. I suck. Hmm. <laughs> it's good. Um. But that being said, there's not nothing to talk about. There's not nothing to talk about. So let's yeah. let's start. Let's open the conversation with, um, just just a, a a crazy crazy game by Russell Westbrook. Um, Russell Westbrook dropped twenty twenty and twenty one. He's the first player in NBA history since Wilt Chamberlain. Um, I don't remember what year, but I'm assuming sometime in the sixties to uh, do a twenty 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 triple double. The question I have for you. Oh, also I should mention that like. 
I don't know the significance of this, so I'll be completely honest, but apparently it had something to do with Nipsey Hussle, which RIP to the dude. Nipsey Hussle, terrible, terrible tragedy that happened uh, last week or this week, right? Uh, yeah, this, it was very recent. So it was like recent, like, maybe like three days ago. I think it might have been over the weekend. Tragic, yeah. tragic shooting in LA of a, of a local hip hop legend, uh, just entrepreneur, somebody who just continued to give back to the community. But uh, he and Russ grew up together, like, you know, Russ grew up, you know, in Crenshaw and kind of in that hood in LA. So, you know, they knew each other and he, uh, he put up this 2020 for, for Nipsey Hussle. Um, and I, I guess my question to you, Nikki, is like, is this the most incredible feat that you've ever seen in a basketball game? I think it might be. I mean, they, and, and what I mean by that is not like in the history, because obviously it's happened once before. And also uh, Hakeem had a quadruple double one. So that's yeah. pretty fucking sick. But like in the time that I've been watching basketball. Yeah, live for watch. I mean, like, um, uh, was it Draymond got the five by five, right? Yeah, but eh. that was a pretty cool one. I, it wasn't because it was all very small amounts. It was, I mean, don't get me wrong. Very, very impressive that he did it. Um, mm, let's see. Fucking Clay Thompson scoring. That was super impressive. That's a good point. That's a good point. Like, what was it? 37, 39 in one quarter? Yeah, I don't remember what he went off. Um, I guess uh, the 81 points by Kobe. 81 points by Kobe. Uh, in all honesty, 60 by. Uh, or not, not 60. Uh, how many fucking did uh, Booker get? 70? 70. There we go. Sorry. Oh, um, T-Mac <laughs> scoring 13 points in eight seconds? And yes. That was pretty that fucking one. impressive. Oh. Uh, Vince Carter yeah. dunking over the 7'2 man during the, <laughs> yeah, well, the USA yeah. game. Um, of, those, of those that we named, where do you think Russ's 2020-20 game ranks on that hierarchy? Um, I, I think it's pretty high up there. It's, I mean, like, I mean, it's pretty fucking impressive. That's so, like, getting 20 assists in a game and scoring 20 points is so fucking hard. Yeah. It's so fucking hard. That is ridiculous. No, I can't, I didn't watch the game, so I didn't see, I didn't see the game flow. Like, I I didn't see the the second half of the game. See, and I didn't see if it was one of those games where, like, Russ was just like, get out of the way. I got this as my rebound. Like, it was okay. I mean, when I was watching it, it seemed okay. Like, but it's also, like, very much. The way that they do it, like, I think how much Steve Adams definitely averages 10 rebounds a game. Uh, probably close to. I think he averages almost like five offensive rebounds as a, a game because the way that they make it is like all he's doing is getting offensive rebounds. When it comes to defensive rebounds, it's Paul George and Russell Westbrook getting the rebounds. That's well, and and how, Westbrook is ha- like Russ is having the worst shooting season yeah. of his career that's he, why he's gotta get oh like the rebounds and assists um, so bad but um speaking of which did you see um fucking tankathon tweeted out like last season the uh the timberwolves were like the hope is that andrew wiggins gets better in every single way and then then he tweeted out pointing out that like he's he's like having his worst career in like 12 different fucking categories yeah that's not he's good not doing good yeah he's uh, a he's a bust the man's a bust. He is not doing very well. But yeah, uh, the, the it didn't seem like when I was watching the game, like he was like, you know, overly good. But for some some of those kind of things, like it's definitely is, you're going for it. 
Well, you have to. At one point, you have to. 81 points? You're fucking going for it. Well, but it's also one of those things where it's like when you're you're on a heater. Thompson can, can like, sneeze into 100 points. He's just so efficient. Like, he's just so efficient. But, like, with, like, 80 and 70, like, with that 70-point game, like, they were actively feeding him the ball. Just take every single shot. Let's see how high you can go. Um, What I was going to say is, like, what I was going to say is um, I was watching, I think it was, like, part of my take or some shit today, and they were asking, because, like, OKC's been on a fucking just slump. They were like yeah. four or five, and now uh, they're sitting at like seven. And they're slotted eight. to pay Denver in the first round, which I will say this: like I said it on a couple podcasts ago, Denver is like my team for an early round exit. Like I see them. Well, if they play, there's OKC, real potential. Chance of that. There's some real potential, or even San Antonio. Fucking San Antonio could give them a run, dude. Like a real, real run. Like seven games run, and maybe, maybe beat them. But yeah. what I was going to say is, like, there was an interesting debate that I saw on television today. I'd, lo- I'd love to hear your take is, who is the most crucial, important player to the Thunder? Is it Paul George or is it Russell Westbrook, this season specifically? This season, and honestly, I think it is uh, Paul George. Because, like, Russell Westbrook is, he, like we already said, he is on, on a shooting slump this season. So Paul George is having to, like, kind of carry a little bit more of the shooting now Russell Westbrook has the capability of driving it. Like he can drive very well and he does a lot of kicks, kickouts. So that means, you know, Paul George has to be really ready to catch and shoot or get, you know, they've been doing pretty well off the pick and roll with Steven Adams. Yeah, I feel like him because there was a point in time where he definitely was in the MVP talk. He's not really in it anymore. And they're also not doing it as well anymore. He's also not healthy, dude. That shoulder is, he's got a real problem with that shoulder. Yeah. It's just not good. Like his, he's clearly, clearly hurt. Um, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. That being said, I still feel that Russ is the most important player for the Thunder if they're going to be have a good run in the playoffs. For for this reason in particular, he has since KD left basically imploded when it comes to playoff time. He he doesn't play within the pace of the playoffs, the speed of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah cuz they slow He's down. always running downhill. He makes bad decisions. He makes bad passes. He forces shots. And I think in order for the Thunder to have a, a resurgence and come back and play well, Russ is going to be the key to driving them to the playoffs, like, especially because PG is hurt right now and his shot's just not falling. Like He's clearly got problems with that shoulder. Like Russ needs to pick up the slack. He needs to pick it up. He needs to play within the team construct. Like, Billy Donovan really needs to rein him in. But, like, if we can get prime, like, playmaking Russ, good decision-making Russ, like, effort on the defensive end, Russ, like, OKC, despite the fact that they're in the seventh seed, can make a very, very deep run. I I mean, I feel like if he's doing, like, efficiently, like, 20, 10, and 10, like – yeah, I think that'd be good, and maybe like one steal a game because yeah, he he does have a tendency to like play pretty good defense. I also, in all honesty, I really enjoy watching him and Dennis Schroeder run up and down the court. Well, and that's the uh, thing is like he hasn't had a point guard like that in a while, so like he's just got to play within the con. Like in the yeah. last couple of years, he didn't have a legit point guard. I don't mm-hmm. even remember the fucking guy's name from last year. He was a fucking nobody. But like they didn't have a go-to backup point guard when Russ was like needing a rest or off his game or somebody he could offset to like. Like now they have that in Dennis Schroeder, and like that is huge for Russ because he can slow down a little bit, he can pull back a little bit, and he can 
assuming that he has it within him, and he hasn't really shown it a lot this season, but like if he has it within him to contain himself, to play within this construct of the team, and to like like three turnovers a game. That's it. No more. Like top it off. Three turnovers a game. Play within that. Play at the pace. Like Denver's gonna slow you down. Eh, maybe a yeah. little bit, but like well, you, but nonetheless, like fast paced people. But you know one thing I do really enjoy about Denver is they got Jamal Murray, which always seems to like make Russ play better because I don't think Russell Westbrook likes Jamal Murray. I don't think a lot of people like Jamal Murray. Yeah, a lot of people don't. I, I, know, I know Kyrie doesn't like him. Um, okay. Next topic that I wanted to talk about. Um, so Shaq was being interviewed on a, I don't know if it was a podcast or a radio show, but he was being interviewed and they were asking him about Giannis. And they were like, hey, Shaq, you know, what do you think about Giannis, man? Like he's putting up numbers that are comparable to some of your best numbers right around like the same age. Uh, what do you think about him? And he's like, yeah, he's better. Giannis is better than me right now uh, than I was at the same age. So, Nikki, you are one of the biggest Giannis fans that I know. So I thought it'd be interesting to get your take on this. Question number one, is Shaq trolling us? Is he trolling NBA Twitter and the NBA uh, zeitgeist? I don't think so. You don't you don't think that he's like he's saying this to get people talking about Shaq saying something like that? I mean, probably. Let's Here's what, I mean, I will say this about Shaq. Like in the past, when Shaq gives you love, it 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 it's always come off as like legitimate, genuine love. Yeah. So my initial thought was like, he means this. He absolutely means this. Um but then I was just like, he's too smart for this, man. Like he knows what he's doing. He's very calculated yeah. with how he acts in the media he always has been so it's like as, as long as people are talking about Shaq he's always gonna be making money um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read off the stats so this is yeah I completely forgot this Giannis is 24 this season yeah uh, so this was Shaquille O'Neal's 24th season which was 96 97 his first year on the Los Angeles Lakers yeah, I was gonna say he played only in 51 games that year still was an all-star uh, averaged 38 minutes Pretty surprising, ten for nineteen, roughly. Uh, well, I don't know why I'm saying that. I should just go to go to the big sets. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. So he averaged uh, twelve and a half rebounds. Uh, he averaged two point one blocks, twenty six point six points, and how many assists? Three point one. Yeah, three point one assists. Right, Giannis right about. now, this season, twenty fourth season. Uh, he's played more games, obviously, 70. He's averaging 27.4 points. So higher. 1.5 blocks. Lower. 1.3 steals. Uh, yeah, which Shaq I didn't probably see had like Shaq. nothing. Probably nothing, but I'll, I'll look up Shaq's in a second. 5.9 assists to Shaq's yeah, like 1.3. Obviously, yeah, going to happen. It's different. 12.5 rebounds. Basically equal. Basically equal. Whew. But what Sha- I think what Shaq is pointing out is, look, this guy's getting the rebounds I'm getting. Oh, let's do percentage. How about that? I yeah. was a dumbass and said, so uh, his effect not, not three point percentage. No, 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 no. His field, Giannis's field goal percentage is uh is fifty eight percent, and Shaq's field goal. Sorry, where is it? Ninety six, ninety seven was. Where is it? Sorry. 58% as well. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it was, so his is, his is rounded uh, down to point, he's four, 0.584. So he is better than 
Giannis because Giannis is 0.577. And Giannis is shooting three-pointers. And Giannis is shooting three-pointers. <laughs> yes. Effective field goal uh, oh is God. probably way better because, yeah, he's 584. For Shaq is exactly the same because he never shot a single three. Uh, and the effective field goal for Giannis right now is 0.596. Wow. So 0.596 effective field goal versus 0.584. Plus you got to add the fact that he gets more steals, more assists, uh, about the same turnovers. He shoots free throws better. So, mm, okay. Answer the question. I will say this. Do you agree with Shaq? I do, and I think I think one thing is Shaq is is showing respect. This is the most serious I've ever been in talking. It's all about Giannis, baby. Uh, is the fact that both Giannis and Shaq very gifted, athletic, like just they're both in their own ways freaks of nature, like in the way that they just can put their own, just like impose their will on the NBA court. And I think Shaq is realizing like we're both pretty similar and he has a couple things that are better than me. And I also think Shaq knows this. Giannis has more of a drive than Shaq did. Oh, so 100%. Shaq, I, think, I think Shaq is like, yo, this guy is <clears throat> on par with me a, a little bit. Uh, just like he said, he is a little better. He's not like leaps and bounds better. No, I mean, the numbers show it. Yeah, he's just a little bit better in in certain ways. A little bit worse in like one or two ways, but better. So, here's here's what I'll say. Um, the the numbers paint a very interesting picture. That being said, when you look at the crop of centers that Shaq played against when he was playing. David mm-hmm. David Robinson, Hakeem, fucking uh, um, oh my god, now I'm blanking on centers of the '90s. There's so many of them. Um, um fucking Arvidas Sabonis, fucking Sean uh, Badley. <laughs> no, Sean Sean Badley. Yeah, he was played very badly. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you look at the crop of centers, like that was kind of the golden age of centers. Like it really, really was. Um. Yeah in a lot of ways and to see the crop of like guys that Shaq played against who most of them are top 50 NBA players of all time caliber yeah, was, guys there was quite a few in there I mean so many dude like fucking I mean he wasn't amazing but Rick Smith's and fucking Luke Longley and fucking Bill Cartwright and like uh, uh um fuck even Robert Parrish to some extent like I mean that was towards the end of Robert yeah, Parrish's career, career but, but yeah. you know like you're you're still playing against these like Super Vladi Divac, like playing against superior talent. What was, was at the center position? In the uh, the freaking playoffs when he was getting rid of all the oh, yeah. players. He called it, what did he call himself? He called himself the deporter. The deporter. <laughs> yeah. I'm sending all these Europeans back home. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. He was so funny. Uh, yeah. So my counter argument to this is 100. The numbers are gaudy on both ends and incredibly comparable however i just like who is Giannis even competing against there's nobody like him and there's no centers in the in today's nba really like it's all small ball now yeah but the sentence is a different nba i'm gonna say this right now the sentence you just said is the exact same sentence people were saying about shaquille o'neal who can guard shaquille o'neal 
Who can stop Shaquille O'Neal? Yeah, but Hakeem, so, yeah, but Hakeem had his number. Like there were guys in the NBA that would give yeah. him, they would give him a go on any yeah. given night. I think Joel Embiid can give him a go. I agree with that. I think they were yeah. both very physical. Um, I think uh, there's shout, aspects shout like to their game. so getting thrown out of the game for whipping a ball at Embiid. <laughs> that just happened today. Uh, mm-hmm. That was wild shit. But yeah, I, I, I legitimately like. I'm like, yo, he, like I said. They're both very, very, very comparable with Giannis. Literally, it's like, it's not even 51 to 49. It's 51.5 to 49.5. It's just barely. For sure. So, and I'm just saying, like, as the <sighs> years go on, I won't be surprised if it hits 55, maybe even 60, 40. Mm, yeah. I, think, I think Giannis is going to be, I mean, I, he already is special. Oh, he's incredible. And, like, he's only going to get better. Yeah. Age 24 be. season, he's probably going to win the MVP this year. He's my MVP. Uh, I think I think he is too. I think he is. Don't he get me wrong. Be. Fucking James Harden's crushing it. He's great. He's great. But Giannis is the MVP this year. James Harden went from the number one seed down to number three seed. I, I I'm just I know that's not all on him, but still, Giannis went from seven to one. Also, Budenholzer is definitely winning Coach of the Year, right? Oh, that's that's locked that in. Like, right. and we can do superlatives next week. When Tad's yeah, back, I, I can do we'll wait till Tad. But I mean, you know my yeah. two picks now. Yeah, we'll do we'll, we'll do superlatives next week. But yeah, I, but you got to lock that in for Bud. I mean, there's definitely some good cases for like Mike Malone and fucking Nate McMillan, like fucking incredible yeah. season. Even like Steve Clifford in Orlando is just like you got to give them as a love. Yeah. Like you know, they're they're still in the playoff race. I really don't want to dress up as a magician. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the, as we get closer to the end of the season, I'm, I, when well, I made the bet, I'm like, there's no the, fucking way. They have to make the playoffs and beat the Mm-mm. they just have to make the playoffs oh that's okay. it that's it make sure you feel so, that yeah oh we're going to we'll put it on the nba instagram account for those of you who want to see me dress up as a magician i'm not looking forward to it <laughs> uh but i've been working out so i'll look cooler in the cape i guess um yeah. yeah Giannis is incredible and to your point like at, i i feel that at the end of their career he will be a better player than Shaq. Simply because Shaq got fat and yep. lazy and yep. just never really worked hard. He just he just he just coasted on his physical abilities. Yeah, just, like I I maintain to this day, if Shaquille O'Neal had like an ounce of the work ethic that Kobe had, yeah, Kobe or even LeBron for that matter. Like if he had an ounce yeah. of that level of work ethic, like if he had the work ethic of like a KG. He would have been the greatest basketball player of all time, which I think Giannis is a Shaq type of like physical over empowering people with with a, a crazy work ethic, which is the crazy part, man. He's twenty four. Yeah. He's twenty four. He's twenty four. Shaq like numbers, man. It's insane. To do two things: one, lift dumbbells; two, ring the dick sucking bell that his girlfriend gave him. <laughs> Other than that, it's that that and basketball. Those are one, two, three. That's it. It's all about the bells, man. Yeah, rock the bells. Uh, <laughs> uh, so next topic I want to talk about. A um, lot of reactions to this next story here. Uh, Steph Curry recently got contacts, Nikki. Yep. So, oh, for the actually, I have to pull up a stat. Go ahead and say it. I have to pull up a stat. Yeah. Here. So for the listeners, Steph Curry, two-time MVP, three-time NBA champion, arguably the greatest shooter in NBA history depending on who you ask, is just destroying records. Was doing it all while blind. He was blind. He now yeah. wears contacts. Yeah. It's over. 
Basketball's yeah. over. It's perfect that you said that because I would like to say something. <clears throat> As we know, he went okay. So he went on a ten-game sub thirty-seven percent from the three slump. <gasps> yes, one. Oh, I talk, I was talking about. The, I said that to Bob. I said that fact to Bob. Yeah, last night, and he was like. 37 that sounds fucking amazing and i was like it is fucking amazing it's pretty damn good so on the season he was shooting 42.9 percent from three good lord he has played nine games since he has put on his these new contacts he has shot 50 percent or better in six of those last nine games ah, oh my percentage God. Since he's been wearing his contacts is 48.7. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's insane. And guess what I said last Get night to Bob? Out of here, dude. I said, I bet now he's wearing contacts, he's going to average almost 50 points, uh, 50%. <laughs> somebody, somebody posted a, a meme and it was just like, uh, Steph Curry with contacts is going to average an 80 and 80 and 80. It's across <laughs> the board. He's going to shoot 80%. He's going to shoot 180 and 80. 80 from the yeah, free throw. I was going to say, he's already shooting, he's shooting way better than 80 from the, from the yeah. free throw. Like, <laughs> maybe 180 and 80. Yeah. For, yeah. All, just, just averaging 50 points a game. I would not be surprised if next season he goes on like a small stench of like, a small, like two to four, four mat, two or three, I think. And let's cut it back. Of just 100, 100, 100. 100% on free throw, 100% on threes, 100% on uh, uh, just like field goal percentage in general. Just I think you can get one or two games like that next year. I'm gonna make a request, Steph. Contacts are cool. Good for you. Glad you're taking care of yourself. Give us some fucking rack specs, man. Yes. Give the people what they want. Where's oh. some rack specs? The ones that make you look like you're looking out of a fucking uh uh but not and not not binoculars. The fucking um oh my god the glass where you like know the ants and shit. Thank you. The magnifying glass. Jesus. Like give us the rack specs. Give us those Horace Grants. Let's get some of those bad boys. I want to see you in glasses, dude. I want you looking like Urkel. Then take those glasses off and look like Stefan. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what I want. His name is Steph. He's, so. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I just thought that people like, he was even reacting to it today and he was just like laughing his ass off. He's like, people are like, I got contacts. They just assume I was blind. He's like, I'm fine. It's just, I need contacts. Like, <laughs> I, I can see better now. I can see better now. I saw one meme Steph. where it was like uh, how he sees it now, and it was literally uh, a rim. He's shooting from three, and it's the rim blown up to the size of the entire width of the court. <laughs> <laughs> he's just shooting a three. And then the other thing that I saw was it was like uh, it showed uh, like the news report. Steph Curry gets gets contacts for apparent bad eyes that he's had all of his life. And <laughs> thing, it was like rest of the NBA, and it showed – that gif of that guy that looks like he's crying that they always do like when they're like your mama's about to whip your ass he's like oh man no. <laughs> he's like damn it and he's like trying to be angry but he's mainly just crying yeah yeah, yeah. that's funny man oh, i love that shit steph curry well he's about to he's gonna shatter every record ever um next yeah. next topic um we already talked about this a little bit last week but the rookie of the year debate started heating up a little bit more this week mm-hmm. um because Ben Simmons had had some comments, Nikki. Tell the people what did Ben Simmons have to say about the Rookie of the Year debate. So, when asked about Rookie of the Year debate, when asked when Ben Simmons was asked uh, about exactly who he would choose for Rookie of the Year, he said Luka Doncic, no question. And when they said, uh, "But why?" he said, uh, "Because he's playing better. Simple as that. Same as last season." <laughs> 
uh, which is the same reason as last reason. He's playing better. Uh, and so um, uh, Trey heard about this. He, he was like, oh, I didn't I did not know that it was obvious. So I'm going to go ahead and play very, very well for a couple of games straight and then respond by saying maybe he thinks differently now. <laughs> uh, so I we'll, we'll fire back that. and forth. It's interesting because it's like the two foreign guys who – basically like were a part of professional basketball organizations for a year before they became rookies. Uh, I mean, obviously Don just played in, in Europe for a long time, but like, you know, they're sticking together. It's, it's interesting that like the story is kind of the same, which is like, like yeah. today I was listening to the stars and they're like, you know, people are arguing that like, Oh, Luca shouldn't get it. He's been playing professionally in Europe for all these years. It's like, so that, whose fault is that? He's a rookie and he's fucking, yeah. he's 20 years old. Yeah. He's 20 okay. years old. He's yeah. gonna, he's gonna win rookie of the year. Cause he's amazing. Then and that's not there's no there's no slack to Ice Trey. Ice no, Trey fucking crushing it. He's been incredible. I'm happy to see that he looks really good towards the end of the season. It yeah. is March and April. It's let's, yeah. let's not let's it's not forget time. let's not forget that last year Josh Jackson looked really good at the end of the season. And where's Josh Jackson? He ain't even playing this year. Okay, yeah. so like let's. I, I will say this: Trey looks great. He looks great. But let's let's temper our expectations. Let's tone down our excitement level because it's the end of the season. And again, the Bulls are playing an entire lineup that combined doesn't have 500 minutes played in the NBA. Yeah. That is not was, a fact. I don't fact check. The other day where I looked at it and I had a legit major league, the movie moment where I was like, who the fuck are these oh, guys? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I know who Jakar Sampson is. The kid, That's not a real thing. <laughs> Jakar Sampson. Jakar. You know Jakar Sampson is the evil villain pimp that Diamond Stone has to take on <laughs> in our exploitation. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It'd yeah. be interesting if like you did like a black exploitation film with Diamond Stone and Jakar Sampson, but it was like an Aladdin, like it was a like a play on Aladdin where like Jakar is like the evil pimp and like a Diamond Stone is like him, but he's just like he's like you know a little bit mystical and everyone's like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's always Start wearing a cape the genie <laughs> yeah. but the genie is really a, is a woman of the night yeah I, yeah pretty much yeah you, you got a rubber so that she like makes your dreams come true but well, then actually, also no, what, what, no, she would just would the woman of the night be uh, the princess whose name I can't think of all of a sudden that's a good point Jasmine I, Jasmine I almost yeah. said Princess Aladdin and I was like that's not <laughs> that's not it at all I mean in some people's lives Aladdin is their princess maybe, maybe it was like a wise maybe it was like a wise old black woman it was just like no. the genie no <laughs> no a sage a sage no no no, uh, no. like a crackhead maybe no, like no, no. The genie, the genie is played by like um, the genie is played by uh, I can't think of his name but oh you know Undercover Brother of course the the head of Undercover Brother oh. he, also, he also had that like show on Fox where like yeah. he was a de- detective that would eat lollipops a lot I don't know yeah. I didn't see it um, but yeah that guy that's, yeah. that's the genie okay I like it I also like I like the idea of like Billy D. Williams playing the genie I always do like seeing Billy <laughs> yeah. D. Williams. Uh, you had something else you wanted to talk about with uh, Mr. Mr. Trey Young. Yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you can, go to Bleacher Report, uh, maybe even be our kicks, probably, let's be honest, uh, on Instagram. And look up Trey Young. With, ooh, he's got some Adidas shoes. Why can't I find it all of a sudden? Where did they go? I found it. Um, they're called the Ice Trays. Durr. They, it Literally, the box that they came in is like, 
like those coolers. It looks like one of those coolers that you get that's made out of styrofoam that you have like on a hot day, like July 4th. You're like, yep. we're going to go to the beach. And like, let's get a, let's get a, everyone, where's the, where's the fucking, uh, where's our styrofoam thingy? We'll go to 7-Eleven, get that, put some ice in it and shit. He, uh, the shoes are in that thing. And it also is the ice tray logo looks like icy that you would get like from the movies, which I thought was pretty awesome, except it's ice tray. And there was four ices in there. I hope those fucking things were drink all four of them. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's just wasteful if you didn't. It's true. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The shoes, the shoes are wild. They are wild. They are They say whack. ice tray big as fuck right on the front of them. If the ice tray thing wasn't there, I'd be okay with them. The the crazy ice tray logo in the front on like where the shoe cap is, not a huge fan of that. The rest of it, I'm actually okay with. I, I actually do like them a lot. Uh, they look com- in all honesty, they look like socks. They look comfy. They, oh man, I think those shoes are so. Those are those Adidas like they're they're just like slip on basketball shoes. Yeah, they prime. are so just by themselves without all this ice tray stuff. They are so ugly, so ugly. And then you add this monstrosity of ice tray. It is, it's rough. It's so rough. Mm-hmm. Those shoes are, I would love for the listeners to like chime in and give us what you're thinking. They're so bad. There's been a couple other shoes that have come out recently. Like Katie's shoes recently came out. Giannis is debuting his new shoes during the playoffs. Ooh, I'm excited for that. I am pumped. Pumped. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be exciting. Um, I do need a pair. It's, he's Nike, right? Or no? Who? Giannis. What is he? I don't even remember. Yeah, he signed with Nike. Nike. Yeah. yeah, so I would love a pair of Air onto Tecumpos. <laughs> like, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The Greek freaks. Um, cool, man. Anything else we want to talk about today? There's not too much to talk about. It's just NBA um, regular season is winding down. No, not really. Um I'm trying to think, is there anything? Fucking no. No, I think I'm good. All right, yeah. man. Once again, rest in peace to Nipsey Hustle. Yes. Um, yeah, blessings to his family and his friends and his children. Um, cool, man. For setting up a trust for his kids. That was dope. Love, Love that. Love to see it. Um, yeah, man. Anything you want to plug? Uh, just follow me on Instagram and Twitter and all that at Nikki Palooza. There you go. And you can follow me at J underscore Keelas on Instagram, Twitter, and Face, not Facebook, just Instagram and Twitter. But you can follow NBA Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at NBA Pod. Uh, oh, Nick, Nikki, you have one more thing you want to say? Yeah, I got one more thing. As of two minutes ago, uh, Joel and B went up for a dunk. No, he's not hurt, but uh, <laughs> Giannis Google said, get that shit out of here. He's like, Nikki, I heard that you said that I have comparable players like Shaq, I do not. I'm one. <laughs> so he said, all in one block. He looked at. He looked right in the camera and said all that. It was wild. He looked, he looked right at you and said, "Huh." Mm-hmm. Well, you're, like, you guys are getting so much closer. It's beautiful to see. Um, cool, man. Well, follow NBA Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Make sure and give the podcast a five star rating and review. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. It's how other people find us and learn to love us. You know, little by little, day by day, we're gonna make people love us. Just like you guys love us. So, um, um, oh yeah, and RIP Ted. It's uh, yeah, it's been nice knowing you, buddy. Um, RIP. Enjoy London. RIP. Whatever the hell he is. Yep. RIP. Um, cool. Well, for Nikki, for Jay, this has been NBA, and we're out. <laughs>